Ramadan Karim. Selamat berpuasa. My name is Sasha Sadek, and you have tuned in to Querying the Air. Before I start, I would like to acknowledge that this event and all of the work that we undertake as a crew happens on the stolen land. We wish to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation are the traditional custodians of this land we call now Melbourne. We pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We also would like to extend our respect to our trans elders past and present. So it's Ramadan month, the holy month for the Muslim. And you know, um, I have uh, four fabulous um, guests here, Aslan, um, Aisha, Wail and Basim, to talk about the project that I'm actually involved in, the Queer Iftar. Hi, my name is Aslan. I'm from Bridge Mills. Uh, we organize free monthly dinners for LGBT refugees, asylum seekers, and migrants. The idea is that we just provide space for LGBT refugees, asylum seekers, and migrants to socially connect. And every Ramadan we've done for like the past few years, uh, we've organized a special, special weekly iftar for LGBT Muslims and from those from Muslim backgrounds, just to give them a, a little space for them to kind of like connect with, with people from their own communities um, during this holy month. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Aisha Zaharin. Um, I'm from Brisbane, um, Meijin. I work at the University of Queensland as a researcher, and also I'm part with <coughs> I'm part um, of the of an organization that is based in Melbourne, AGMC. Um, Australian GLBTQIA plus multicultural council, and I'm, I'm also part of uh, working together with Aslan with um, Beach Meals for about I think three years now, and yeah, I'm so thrilled to be part of the um, the, the 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 project that we have this year. I think year. you're selling yourself low. I think you also miss out that you won an award for an activist in Queensland. <laughs> Yeah, um yeah, I um, I I use my um academic as 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 a platform for my activism. I wouldn't say that um I'm an activist, but I love doing activism works um for my community, um especially now that it's Ramadan and being a Muslim it means a lot to me and we need to also um understand that we live at the intersection. Um, Muslim people also, like queer Muslim people, exist. Mm. So we need to acknowledge um, our existence. To my eyes, and I think our peers can agree that you are an activist because you've been fighting for, you know, especially for the trans women, trans women of color communities. Um, yeah, so thank you for your service. Thank you. Someone All right. needs to get um, Basim, let's go to our Basim. I met Basim at the Human Rights Conference in Sydney and then we just... Click straight. I met Aisha too in, in uh, <laughs> Sydney and Wa'il too, of course, um, in Sydney at Human Rights Conference. And we clicked straight away. So, um, Basim, let's, yes. um, Basim, a.k.a. Daddy. <laughs> <I> <laughs> so, daddy yes, please let us know who you are, what you do. 
I will, perfect. But before we start, I just wanted to acknowledge the traditional owners on the lands of which we stand and for where the listeners are on today. Um, we acknowledge the elders past, present and emerging and a quick shout out to our queer elders who paved the way for where we are today. Um, my name is Bass. As uh, Sasha said, I'm known as the daddy of this group, I guess. Um, but my, uh, I'm, I'm in fundraising and charity work. I work in NFPs for a medical services and read hospitals. And um, I also volunteer um, quite extensively. So I volunteer with Transgender Victoria and I volunteer with um, Bridge Mills. So I am of Lebanese ethnicity. Um, I'm not Muslim, but I do understand the importance of community, which is why I'm here to support. All right, Wa'il. Wa'il is... Um um, a refugee here. It's only been here for four months. Um, and I connected with Wa'il at Human Rights Conference in Sydney as well. So Wa'il, um, why don't you tell me who you are and um, what were you doing um, back uh, in Syria before moving to Melbourne? Oh. And Wa'il will be answering my question in Arabic, by the way. يسعد مساكم جميعا ويسعد اوقاتكم انا اسمي وائل نصر الله طبعا انا من سوريا مواليد 1995 جيت على كنت بسوريا بدرس وبتعلم خلال ال 17 سنه من عمري درست لحد صف 12 بسوريا وقضيت طفولتي هنيك لحد ما اجت الحرب على بلدي وبعدين غادرت من سوريا للبنان كلاجئ تركت سوريا وتركت بلدي وعائلتي وهلا حاليا انا باستراليا جيت على استراليا Wael was explaining his story of when he was uh, brought up in Syria. So he was born in 1995 and he was there till he was about 17 until the war impacted him and his family. So he had to migrate from uh, Syria and went to live life in Lebanon. And he stayed there for some time before eventually coming to Melbourne. Sounds like a dream team here. I'm just so stoked to be involved in this queer iftar. But I think the listeners would like to know what this queer iftar is all about. Aslan, um, do you care to explain a little bit more about what queer iftar is all about? Uh, Ramadan is a special time for Muslims, similar to how Christmas is like special time for uh, Western folks. Mm-hmm. And it also means that uh, it can be a lonely, isolating time if you don't have family and community. And for, L- for a lot of LGBT Muslims, if they're not connected with their family or they have, they're estranged from their family or even been cut off from their family because of their sexuality and gender identity, um, we're creating that space for them. So this is something that I went through uh, in my earlier days um, as an asylum seeker. So I'm hoping to do that for other people as well. Mm, um, you know, um, this is the first time I actually will be doing something like this big. I've, I've, you know, I've host um, Ramadan iftar at my place for friends and family. Nothing too big, like with, especially with the queer community. So only last year, I've been to one of the queer iftar that was organized by our bestie from Salam Radio, Jahan. Um, so I went to his place. There was a lot of a few queer people, and some are non-Muslim too. Was there um, to um, enjoy uh, the culture of breaking fast, and also, of course, the food. Yeah, um, in my case, um, well, I'm with you actually, Sasha. I haven't been to any um, queer iftar except um, when I did online. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's just that um, I think because um, I've been living in a in a in a in a you know like um, for the past few years um, I lived in a stealth mode where I never actually um, you know be open about my trans identity. Yeah. Um, having that kind of passing privilege, it gave me uh, the the sort of like. Mm ability to navigate around um you know like going to the mosque and and perform my neck my neck praise mm. and whatnot it is just that until recently um <clears throat> that when i went up with the when when the when the muslim community around university um the ones that i normally go to the 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 multi-faith centers that i normally go to they found out that i'm a trans through my activism through my papers through mm. my um collaborations and they stop um you know accepting me in a way that they stop touching me because they mm. think that i i'm a you know because i was uh, assigned at birth yeah. male so they don't want to touch me anymore mm. and and it's sort of like Ups- it uh, feels upsetting re- me. Yeah, rejection, rejections yeah. from my own community, and it, it comes to the point where I had to go in, um, to different mosques mm. now to find um, <clears throat> my own peoples, and um, you know, when I say my own people, to find peace, as in um, you know, being in this kind of stealth mode mm. until when. Mm. So it is just that to me, um, I would, um, th- this opportunity for me to be able to spend with my own people mm. with my with my community with the LGBTQIQ mm. people mm. it gives me the um yeah i just i just feel like it's 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 just an opportunity for me to yeah to 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 spend time with my I community i can yeah. definitely relate to that this is why i have a lot of fear when you know when especially when involve muslim and queerness and when if Aslan approached me like two years ago, I would have said no. But I guess getting older, I have low tolerance of give people giving me BS. So I will fight them back. So this is why when Aslan approached me this year, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. If people don't like it, I'm going to fucking tell them, you know, how I feel. So Aslan, do you, do you have anything to say as well? To I just want to add, I mean, like for, for most of us, like we probably can, you know, pass as, as non-queer or whatever, mm. like going to mosques or any kind of community centers that's especially for Muslims but you would have to pretend that you're not queer yeah to be accepted in that space so the idea of a queer iftar is that you can be queer and Muslim if yeah. that's what you identify with giving a safe space yeah. for our community yeah but I should also mention that our space isn't necessarily religious either I yes. mean, like people can come in whatever ways that we want we can discuss about thank you for adding that if yeah. they want to talk about it but mm. The, the the main objective is for us to come together though just to connect with each other um, mm. as queer Muslims or, or not yeah and Basim you're not Muslim and you're heavily involved in this with us and thank you for that um, so what makes you want to get involved in this quick is this the first one by the way um, it's the first one I'm helping organise okay but I have briefly yeah, attended yeah just on, yeah alright so can you tell us a little bit more like I guess the same Aslan poach you as well mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that, that's exactly right I will actually um, say before I get into it is yep. um, Sasha is helping organise a women's only for those identifying as women. And, and Aisha. And Aisha, sorry. Yes. Um, but I've partied with them and they know how to party. So <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be a welcome, fun, beautiful space. Um, as for myself, so as mentioned, I am not of um, Islamic faith mm. and I am just not religious as mm. a person. But what I am all about is community. And mm. I understand in our LGBTIQIA plus community, 
we don't always get that given to us. Sometimes we have to fight really hard for it and sometimes we have to search mm-hmm. really, really hard for it. Um, Aslan is someone that I have a lot of respect for, especially mm-hmm. creating these safe spaces where people can get together and just find someone that is similar to them, someone that has a lived experience, someone yeah. that can understand that trauma of trying to fit in and hiding yourself and, you know, on all those different levels. So when me being involved, even though I'm pretty against sort of the religious entity, yeah. I am all for community. Yes, and I understand daddy. The importance of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eel, um, yeah. this is your first iftar and eat um, away from home. How do you feel? ما بتصدقي قديش شعور الانسان صعب بهذا الشهر الكريم خصوصا انه هذا الشهر هو شهر حب وشهر جمعه العيله شهر انه العيله كلها بتكون موجوده على طاوله واحده قد ما كان في صعوبات بالحياه على مدار السنين على مدار السنه هالشهر بالذات العيله بتكون مجموعه فيه طبعا هذا اول شهر اول رمضان رح يمر علي وانا بعيد عن ماما وعن اخواتي وعن بابا تحديدا انه انا بالذات كثير كنت مدلل عند امي الاكل اللي بحبها بتعمل لي اياها يعني كثير كثير كان لي وضع خاص برمضان انه وائل بحب هيك وائل بحب هيك وائل اعملوا له هيك وائل سووا له هيك فهذا الشيء رح افتقده هي السنه ما بحسن اوصف الشعور بصراحه اللي داخلي هو شعور كثير حزين وكثير صعب ويعني بتمنى انه ما ينعاد علي اكثر من رمضان واحد بلا ماما وبلا عائلتي والله يجمع كل غايب بعائلته يا رب Well I was saying that Ramadan is a time of month where you put all your differences aside where everyone sits at the same table no matter what happens throughout the year no matter how upset everyone is that's where they get together and share their love mm. um, it's his first and he, he did describe how At Ramadan, it's a special time for him, especially his mum knows exactly what he likes to eat, how, how to make it, <laughs> and he is treated especially well, I think. Um, this is his first time not only outside of um, his home, but just in a different country where he's not experiencing that. He's not experiencing the joy of being with his parents and his family, and he doesn't have a table to sit on with his family, and people don't know how well he mm. likes his food, mm. and it is a really challenging and difficult time for him um, and he also said that he feels for those in a similar situation and just reminds everyone that hopefully their loved ones are oh okay. yeah and this is why Aslan and team is creating this space for people like Wa'il and everyone else um, uh, especially that is away from home it's, it's going to be a, a theme with every week's iftar so we're going to talk more about that but uh, at the meantime we're going to listen to Ramadan Tiba, that means Ramadan has arrived by um, Opik. I think that's Opik, yeah. Ramadan Tiba, Ramadan Tiba, Ramadan Tiba, Marhaban Ya Ramadan, Marhaban Ya Ramadan, Marhaban Ya Ramadan, Marhaban Ya Ramadan, Ramadan Tiba, Ramadan Tiba, Ramadan Tiba, Marhaban Ya Ramadan, Marhaban Ya Ramadan, Marhaban Ya Ramadan. Ya Ramadan, 
ampunan bulan yang berkah Bulan terbebas api neraka Andaikan saja Ramadan semua Bulan yang tiba bulan yang ada Karena besarnya setiap pahala Yang dijanjikan kepada kita Merhaban ya Ramadan Merhaban ya Ramadan Merhaban ya Pahala dalam berbuka alangkah indah Menahan diri, menahan lidah Menjaga hati, menjaga mata Banyakkan amal hari-harinya Pahala datang berlipat ganda Berlomba-lomba untuk ibadah Dunia bahagia surga nantinya Ramadan tiba, Ramadan tiba, Ramadan tiba Ramadan tiba, Ramadan tiba, Ramadan tiba Dan semoga setiap jiwa diberikan ampunannya Dan semoga hapus semua That is Ramadan Tiba. That means um, Ramadan has arrived um, by Opik. <laughs> I don't know whether Opik is from uh, Malaysia or from Indo- uh, yeah, he's from Malaysia. He's from Malaysia can confirm that. By the way, um, you have been listening to Curing the Air with Sasha Sidey, with Basim Wail, Aisha, and Azlan here uh, from Queer Iftar team. The Queer Iftar. I mean, every week we have a theme like cuisine. So I suggested um, on our group chat if mm-hmm. um, the first week will be Malaysian cuisine and then with Malaysian decorations mm-hmm. and then second is it um, maybe South Asian South Asian uh, cuisine and decoration and then the third one will be the Middle East uh, cuisine and so- uh, sorry uh, and decorations and then the last one is the biggest one isn't it yeah. so the biggest one we can uh, invite allies to who yeah. wants to experience yeah, our so, culture so yeah. Azlan please um, explain a little bit more so yeah I mean like the, yeah. so the final one is just an opportunity for us to just kind of like because we did this last year as well mm-hmm. so we kind of had a big iftar 
So um, we invite people from the LGBT community. We can also invite people from the general com- mainstream community. Yeah. So it's just again just the get together uh, for people to, to have an understanding of what Ramadan is about. Inshallah, <laughs> Basim, do you have anything to add on because you experienced it last year? I did, and I thought it was absolutely fun because again, it was about bringing the community together. And I think what Bridge Mills do that is very different is they do have that mental health approach about bringing community <laughs> mm. together. So it's just not all about you know that religious context it's about community and and family and c- coming together and i think you know, we sometimes forget when we are talking about religion how vast and how different so many people's experiences are, which mm. is why I do like the idea that there is going to be, you know, a South Asian cuisine or yeah. Middle Eastern cuisine or Malaysian cuisine because, like the LGBTQIA plus community, there's a lot of different factions. I guess queer people love a party, isn't it? When there's food and music. <laughs> Was there music as well? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, uh, is it DJ? No DJ. No, no is it DJ. Is it like Club Arak or no? But- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that that was last year. Why don't we we still haven't decided for this year? So maybe That's we true. might. Yeah, that would be great. Bring Club Arak to here. Maybe yeah, exactly. my God. Okay, for the listeners, Club Arak is this Arabic for queer Arabic people. Um, they create this space with Arabic music, Arabic performances. This is only based in Sydney, and the five of us here got to experience it last. Uh, Sorry, not last year. A few weeks ago at the Human Rights Conference uh, weekend um, in Sydney, the uh, Sydney Pride, um, uh, the Sydney Pride uh, weekend. Sorry, not Human Rights Conference weekend. It was finished already. Um, And thank you to Basim because he got other complimentary tickets to get in. Thanks, (laughs) Daddy, again. My pleasure. This is why he's the Daddy, right? Okay. (laughs) Uh, I did uh, reach out to the community as well as a friend who organised the tickets and it was absolutely incredible and just again shows how important culture and community is in queer spaces. Mm. We are so deprived or many of us are deprived of that so we have this longing and this urge for it so having an event like this is really what it's all about queer muslim space for especially on ramadan i think is it's a it's a perfect place for people to connect um uh, what's this bridge muse all about aslan we we, we want to know more I, I want you to tell in depth about what bridge muse is all about well bridge mills basically was set up by bobak said i don't know if yes bobak said was my editor for my book nothing to hide yeah yes. and uh they actually moved on to uh miami so uh the, some of the members who kept attending Bridge Meal, so it was me and uh, another person who was trained for Cure Korean the Air as well, Tracy. Mm-hmm. So we took over Bridge Meals. Um, and basically, Bridge Meals is just, again, it's a, it's a space for LGBT refugees, asylum seekers, and migrants. And the idea was actually the migrants were supposed to help uh, support the uh, LGBT refugees and asylum seekers, okay. if especially if they're newly arrived. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I guess that's why uh, Tracy and I were, uh, became a part of that. But the other thing, the biggest lesson that we learned when we were organizing the dinners was the fact that a lot of our peers, uh, refugees and asylum seekers, were still not linked to like major organizations to provide legal support mm-hmm. or mental health support. So there was still a lot of gaps. Yeah. So we then decided that we should also organize uh, a complementary group called the Mental Health uh, like Queer Refuge, which is the Mental Health Support Group. So the mm-hmm. idea is that Bridge Meals provide the social connection through the three monthly dinners and then uh, Queer Refuge provides a mental health support. And we also do something called Saturday Seminars where you actually invite service providers uh, that can talk about their services to LGBT refugees and science seekers and even migrants. Mm. So the idea is that uh, Bridge Meals provides social connection, Queer Refuge provides a mental health support and the service navigation 
So, you know, we're trying to provide all that we can to people who, who obviously need them. Thank you for clarifying that because from my understanding, um, you know, um, I only thought Bridge Mill is only for asylum seekers and refugees, not for migrants. So I only found out like the migrants are involved as well when I met you that day. So yeah, so I I think there's a lot of, especially my peers, do not know about them. My peers mostly are migrants. Um, yeah, so that... I hope you guys are listening today. <laughs> so I mean, both. I mean, all of us are part of the diaspora: migrants, refugees, asylum seekers. So that's that's our shared commonality in that sense. Mm. Um, but we also try to practice intentional intersectionality. So when you do join Bridge Mills, I guess people who are like, if they're from migrant backgrounds, if they're actually more a bit better off than the refugees and asylum seekers, we kind of do have an expectation that they would also uh, support refugees yeah. and asylum seekers. And um. From what I can see, a lot of pictures that uh, you've posted is predominantly male. So is there any trans women um, space for Bridge Mills? There has been. Okay. And we have been. Okay. So I, I just want people to li- hear this. Yeah. So there is. Yep, of course. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. So because that will, we can link, especially with uh, Trans Sisters United, we do have a lot of migrants. Uh, I maybe like one or two uh, refugees, but most of them are migrants. So, you know, I think they will love this space uh, for for connection, especially networking. Yeah, Aisha, do you have anything to say about this? You've been advocating for quite some time, you know, for, for the trans community, but yeah. Um, I mean, Aisha has been involved with Bridge Mills, obviously. I mean, mm-hmm. there have been a few times when she has been in Bris- uh, Melbourne. She's joined Bridge Mills. Mm-hmm. She's even sponsored some of our meals, our dinners. Yeah, but I want to know uh, whether like Aisha commi- uh, 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 committing to Bridge Mills, have you brought uh, uh, some of our peers to Bridge Mills? Because like I said, from the photos that I see, is predominantly male uh, in uh, Bridge Mills. So, you know, um, is there a space for trans women in there? Um, I think there's also not only space for trans women, but also cisgender women. I've seen a lot of cisgender women um, were there at the uh, at at the at, at the if, at the iftar, mm-hmm. um, and also when when they organize a monthly um, uh, meal mm. uh, meeting. Um, I've seen a lot of um, a lot of other 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 cisgender women and also trans women mm. and and it's a safe space um also gender non-binary people okay. they were there so it's a safe space for all of us so come together yes bring all the friends and let's make it happen. so bridge means <laughs> open to any genders um you know they are they are welcoming to any genders so do not feel like you know you see pictures like oh there's no trans women that means we're not welcome so we they do welcome every genders. Um, yeah. Um, um, I would just jump in on yeah, that. Yeah, jump in. Say, I, I was just about <laughs> to say, Daddy, jump in. <laughs> if you see a photo where you don't feel the representation is there, mm. that is an invitation for you to attend yeah. and invite yes. your friends. Yes, 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 yes. If we do not have enough um, trans women in photos, that's because we are trying our best to get them there. And this is part of the outlet and outreach programs to get them. If you are listening to this, you are invited. Mm. And I think it just also reflects also with like the uh, refugee and asylum seeker space. I mean, there is usually a lot more male in that in this, this kind of space. I'm not sure certain why. Mm. It could be just a, a cultural safety issue. Maybe people have women have attended some of these events. Not 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 saying uh, bridge meals, but refugee yeah, yeah, spaces. Yeah. I, yeah, and that could be the issue. You know, so, and um, we're trying to 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 counter that. Obviously. Yeah. 
you, you're talking about cultural space um, at uh, Transistors United and um, we always advocate um, telling organisations about the cultural barriers, um, the language barriers. Is that something that you can offer as well? You know, like, like Wa'il only can speak mostly Arabic and, you know, so is that a space that where you can um, offer to people with cultural backgrounds and also with uh, language uh, um, backgrounds? I mean, I, this is something interesting I have to mention, I suppose. I mean, like, we're one of the few LGBT refugee asylum seeker groups, you know, and a lot of the stuff that we're doing is trial and error, you okay. know. And um, obviously, because we're from a refugee background, we have people from all over the world. Mm. And we actually do need, um, we need support from that, from that. So I guess this is, so people who are from the migrant background, we actually do, when do you do join, we do actually hope that you step up. Yeah. Because you, there's a lot of support that you can provide us, mm. not only from the, from, from the fact that you have a lived experience of living, growing up in Australia, but if you can speak the language, you can also be, uh, you can interpret for those who, who, who are still learning the language. So yeah. there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of help that we kind of need because again we're we're still new and we're yeah. We're treading new ground as well. And I just want to acknowledge as well, we come from privileged backgrounds too, you know. We can speak a few languages as well uh, uh, among us. And um, there's, there's a lot of un- underprivileged peoples out there where can um, we can show support and maybe support them. Um, I guess Bridge Mills is doing their best of doing that, for especially for migrants, seekers and refugees. Um when you say joins, there's a membership to Bridge Mills. Uh, yeah, I mean. Oh no way! How much do you have to pay? No, there's a free <laughs> membership, but you probably have to do some training a little bit in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, um, people who join Bridge Mills, you means like they're going to be repre- representing Bridge Mills, um, like helping out with um, asylum seekers, migrants, and refugees. But people who just want to attend for dinners, do they have to join something or a membership? They can join, but like I said, the most of it they probably do is just probably just like like an induction course to right. to to, so, to make sure that they know what the group is about Mm-mm. and also maybe our values align. Okay, well. so I, if if they don't want to do the training, bye bye. Oh really? So <laughs> you're not welcome. I think Daddy, uh, step just, in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think there might be just a little slight miscommunication um, because. <laughs> Everyone is welcome to attend the dinner. It is a free, inclusive space for anyone of the LGBTQIA plus community and allies on the final iftar. Um, this is a safe space for people to come and just get a free food. And I think that's something we can all agree on. When it comes to actually being part of the Bridge Mills team and being a volunteer at Bridge Mills, then there's probably some extra training because especially in the refugee and asylum and migrant space, there's just a bit more cultural sensitivities that we need to make sure people are aware or aware of. Uh, it would probably be not great if we didn't give them the tools or some resources needed to communicate to that community. So um, mm. if you are wanting a free feed and to attend the yes. event, by Networking. all means come. You do not need anything. We do ask if you want to, um, maybe you can register just so we get an EOI, an expression of interest, so we can make sure there's place. It's in our system so we can send email out as well. Is that what you're trying to say? Correct. If they register, we have their email address. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aisha, you have something to add on? Yeah, I just want to say that you do not have to fast to attend our um, iftar because, like I said, it's not necessarily... It's not religious-based. Yeah, it's not yeah. a religious-based, but it's it's just a, in the connections of Ramadan, in the spirit of Ramadan, mm. that is accepting, that is uniting people, that is 
giving away and 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 charities um mm. you know like Ramadan is all about giving Ramadan deep <laughs> <laughs> It's like Christmas it's all about giving right exactly. yeah. yeah I'm going to give I'm going to ask you a question Oh ask me a question So you're going to be leading the women's all women's iftar Yes I am me and Aisha What are you planning I always forget Aisha's name <laughs> <laughs> What are you planning to do Well you know um I've never done this before ever. So, you know, but I'm I'm game for for this challenge because it's all I'm all about the community and it's all about trans women, cis women, that is all trans sisters united is all about. Um and um so my plan is is um I'm going to invite some women and trans women um and anyone who identifies as women, especially Muslim background, um you know, that will be a priorities um and the cuisine would be um i was thinking about having um all cuisine like international cuisine like middle eastern cuisine um malaysian cuisine um we'll have our southeast asian cuisine um yeah all sort of cuisine so you know uh, because it's only just like one day so that's why i want to have all cuisine there i just want to be like i just want to add one thing mm. um wear your traditional clothes please please come in clothes. your traditional yeah. outfit because i will be probably will be wearing kebaya baju kurung yeah baju kurung yeah. kebaya the tight the better kebaya sal- saloma <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that's a great idea yeah so we also want to encourage all the attendees to wear your traditional outfit but um It's not compulsory, so don't feel very pressured. This is just some ideas we're gonna throw around. Um, just because you threw out these amazing ideas earlier, and yeah. um, I just want to make sure they're covered. Is um, you also did say that you'd be creating a safe space for people that do want to pray as well. Oh yes, of course. I think every iftar we need to have a a space for people who wants to pray. Um, I guess that's common sense anyway and also we were probably be providing um the mental health professional as well on the side for people you know sometimes you know people going to feel sad because this is can be emotional um yeah so it could be triggering for some people so we're going to have um a, a, prof- a mental health professional on the side where people can feel safe to talk about what's going on in their head when we come back uh, i'm going to ask why ill um, to describe the atmosphere in syria during ramadan and eid Oh, oh, oh. 
Welcome back to Clearing the Air with Sasha Saide and I have my guests here, Basim, Wa'il, Aisha and Azlan. So, Wa'il, um, I have a question for you. Describe the atmosphere in Syria during Ramadan and Eid. أول شيء شكراً لك على الغنية الحلوة يلي فيها مشاعر كتير سادقة وبالفعل هل أراك سالماً منعماً مو بس لوطني سوريا وإنما لكل البلدان يلي هي حالياً عم تعاني من كتير أمور اقتصادية سيئة وتحديداً بلدي الثاني لبنان يلي هو ضمني خلال فترة الحرب ببلدي يلي هو اتجهت له وقعت فيه حوالي العشر سنين هو حالياً عم يعاني من ظروف كتير صعبة وإن شاء الله منشوف كل البلدان العربية والأجنبية وكل بلد عم يعاني حاليا من اي مشكله انه نشوفه بخير ونعيش بهالامان الحلو، بالنسبه لرمضان ببلدي 
سوريا يلي عشت فيها 17 سنة من عمري كان كتير مميز وكتير حلو كان بعتقد انه اذا في حدا عم يسمعنا في مسلسل اسمه باب الحارة فهو بيحكي عن كتير عادات كانت حلوة برمضان وتحديدا كنا نسكب الاكل لبعض ابدا كل بيت كان شو طابخ يعطي جيرانه بالاضافة لهيك كان العالم يلي ما عنده مصاري زيادة فكان اللي عنده اكل زيادة يوزعه على الفقراء على المحتاجين ما بعتقد كان في حدا ببلدي ينام وهو جوعان برمضان رمضان كان كتير شهر حلو كتير كان شهر مميز كنا تقريبا نجتمع حوالي الثلاثين للأربعين شخص على طاولة واحدة بالإضافة لهيك كان في السهرة الرمضانية اللي كنا نعملها نقعد على التلفزيون نتابع البرامج الحلوة وقت انتقلت على لبنان فكان أول رمضان بلبنان كان كتير صعب لأنه بعد ما كنتي تجتمعي بين 30 لل 40 شخص عيلتك الأعمام الأخوال جدك وستك وعيلتك كاملة انتقلتي لتعيشي أول رمضان بس أنا وماما وإخواتي يعني وبابا لهلأ ما بنسى أول رمضان بلبنان قديش كان صعب يعني ما بنعرف حدا كنا عايشين فيه لحالنا المجتمع بعده شوي غريب علينا لبين ما اجى اكثر من رمضان وتعرفت على رفقات وصار عندي اصدقاء طلعنا صرنا برمضان كثير نكون مبسوطين بعد الفطور مثلا نروح نادي فريضه اللي هي صلاه التراويح بعد التراويح نطلع نارجل ننبسط نضل قاعدين هيك بسهره كثير طويله لحتى الفجر يعني ما نفوت على البيت قبل الساعه 3 4 بالليل رمضان كثير شهر مميز كثير شهر حلو كثير شهر فيه تسامح وحب وان شاء الله يكون رمضان السنه معكم وبالافطار الرمضاني ارجع عيش هي التجربه تحديدا مع بالجروب يلي حيعملوا ازلان بتمنى انه يكون هالافطار كثير حلو ويخليني انه ارجع عيش شوي من الذكريات يلي رح اكون فائده بهالسنه So let's see if I remember. <laughs> it was uh, a lot of beautiful words. So uh, Wael started by saying thank you so much for the beautiful song. It reminded him of his home in Syria, mm-hmm. where he was um, lived up to 17 years of age. And then it reminded him of Lebanon, where he was taken in and brought in and lived 10 years of his life before coming here. He also went on to say, in regards to Ramadan, it is an incredibly beautiful, happy month. He said the struggles are forgotten about, all there is is love and people are sharing in the love. And he said that communities get together and every house will cook plenty of food and share it with one another. He said they might not have money, but they had plenty of food mm-hmm. to share. In the month of Ramadan, there wouldn't be people going to sleep in his community hungry. Mm. They all supported one another. He said that... Part of his community, it was um, he would have 30, 40 people on a table, his family, his friends, all together, sharing, eating food, <laughs> having a magical time. He then went on to say that his first year in Lebanon was extremely difficult. He said he only had his mum, his dad and his siblings. He didn't have community. Mm. He didn't have people that he can rely on. They didn't have their family. They didn't have anyone. They had one another. And it was extremely difficult. He really missed out on on those memories. 
he then said uh, in subsequent years that he then did build friendships and he did build community and he did make connections. And then they would go, they would share food, they would have fun, they'd go to a party, mm. then they'd have Adigili after that. Mm. Uh, and then they'd have some really joyous occasions. And then he went on to say... Um, it's kind of almost similar here, um, but he will be attending or he encourages everyone to attend mm. Aslan's at the community event with the Iftar because hopefully there he'll be reminded of those really good times mm. of Lebanon and Syria. And Aslan, you have experienced like, you know, different, different countries with Ramadan. Um why share your experiences? I well, mean, the I differences. Was, I was going to say about Ramadan. I mean, like I know. I mean, the most, the major thing about Ramadan is about the prayer. Uh, sorry, the fasting. Mm. But for me, it's also about the charity. Where, where mm-hmm. in this month of this holy month is that charity is really uh, encouraged. Um, and in fact, uh, the whole point of fasting is to kind of like put our place to to kind of like uh, think about people who are who have less. That's the idea. Yeah. So it's about about being grateful for what we have. Mm. So so for me, Ramadan it's like is Thanksgiving. Yeah. So for me, it's more important. It's about is about the compassion and charity that is being encouraged in that month. And the one memory that I have is when I was working in Pakistan, and I was traveling from uh, I was traveling from Karachi to a small town in Chaman, mm-hmm. um, which is the close the border of Afghanistan, mm. and uh, I had. I was traveling in a cab with the cab driver when it was actually uh, the time to break fast. It was actually Maghrib, and then when we stopped at like a like a, a restaurant by the like a, it was more like a, how do how do you describe it? It's like one of those like street food vendors or something. It vendors? was like it was like offbeat, you know, because it okay. was like you know one of those offbeat uh, tracks. Yeah, and like they were like like truckers on that kind of stuff, I suppose. Yeah, trucks. Yeah, yeah, food trucks. Um, but not 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 food trucks. Oh, I mean, no. like I mean, it's just it's like a if you if you know how the geography of of Pakistan is like in this area is like Mm-mm. very no no idea. So yeah. the one the one that I'm that the one I was traveling in, which is was in the province of Sindh, so it was like very oh right Baluchistan actually sorry, um, it's like very deserty almost. So there's what not, were you doing there? I was doing I was when I was working for a humanitarian relief organization. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so um, there's more to love to Aslan. <laughs> <laughs> so. So um, yeah, so it's, it's one of those rest. I mean, I guess you can call it like a, like a rest stop or whatever. Okay. So, but when we got off there, and then like everybody was breaking their fast, mm-hmm. and I asked the and everything and the food was already prepared. Right. So and then when I asked the cab driver, he said it's free. It's like it's for free because like every Ramadan, like uh, a, a rich merchant would actually pay all the food of the travelers mm. for Ramadan. So okay. it was actually free food. So for me, that wasn't uh, you know important sign of compassion mm-hmm. and charity within during Ramadan. Yeah. Um, talking about free food as well, I think um, <laughs> in Southeast Asia, um, in Pakistan, uh, I noticed in India as well, um, they make this, it's, it's like a rice porridge. It's called Bubo Masjid, uh, Bubo Lombok. Um, and every single day, they will cook this. Volunteers will be making this um, uh, rice porridge and then will distribute to Anyone. Yeah, so I guess, you know, dif- I love 
Ramadan because you get to experience different different culture. Um, like I've experienced of just a few, but you know, coming to being involved in queer iftar, this is amazing because we having people from different different background, different cultures. So you know, we get to experience a bit more and know a bit more stories from different backgrounds, right? So, are you guys excited for doing this? Totally, of course, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I think we yeah. are set to do this for sure. <laughs> Before we wrap up this, right? I want to ask, Wa'il, why, why do you choose Melbourne? Oh, I'll see. I'm very happy to be in Melbourne. Especially because Australia is all beautiful. ملفي اجى عن طريق الامم المتحده بلبنان لحتى جيت على استراليا، طبعا لهلا ما بنسى اول ما خبروني انه انت جاي على استراليا انا كثير فرحت لانه انا كثير بحب استراليا بس بصراحه ما كان عندي معلومات عن ميلبن. وقت خبروني على ميلبن فتت دغري على جوجل وقعدت ابحث عن المدينه وشوف النهر اللي فيها والحياه اللي فيها بصراحه قد ما قريت لا وقت جيت تفاجأت بشكل كتير كبير لأنه كان شيء كتير رائع شيء كتير يعني عجزت أنه أوصفه أول ما وصلت على هالمدينة الحلوة آه الناس فيها كتير حبابين كتير طيوبين آه صحيح انه اول ما بيوصل واحد بحس بشويه اكتئاب انه بعد عن اهله بعد عن وطنه بعد عن بلده بس بصراحه استراليا ابدا ما بتحسس بهذا الشيء بعدين اول ما تعرف على اكثر من حدا فبتحس حالك انه انت ببلدك واكثر أه تحديدا وقت اول ما انضميت لجروب برايت شميلز أه كثير 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 أه يعني قبل ما انضم كنت بحاله اكتئاب ولكن مع هذا الجروب تعرفت على عالم تعرفت على ناس اول شيء ساشا يلي حكيت لها عن حلمي بالاعلام وقديش انه انا بحب الاعلام وبحب الراديو وبحب التي في ضلت تركض هي اللي كانه هو هذا الشيء كان حلمها كانه هذا الشيء كان هدفها هي اللي صارت تركض هلا الي لتعرفني على عالم تعرفني على كثير قصص حتى انه تابع بحلمي وتابع بطموحي وعطتني كثير دافع ايجابي لحتى اسس بهذا الشيء ازلان هو سبب تعرفي ب ساشا صديقة عايشة وآخر شيء وأهم شيء هو باسم يلي لولا ما كنت رح أعرف كيف وصل فكرتي للأصدقاء اللي هون ليساعدني بكتير أشياء وبكتير ترجمة ومن أول ما شفته كأنه شفت حدا صار لي عشر سنين بعرفه بصراحة ما هو حدا كتير طيوب وكتير حباب بحبكم من قلبي وشكرا كتير أني أنا معكم we love you too, Habibi. <laughs> um, and just to uh, translate that, so it was essentially um, he didn't have a choice in coming to Melbourne. He was told by uh, UNHCR that he will be attending Melbourne. And he, when he found out it was Australia, he was in love with the idea. He thought it would be absolutely amazing. Right. Um, so he jumped on. He looked at Melbourne. Um, this part I don't remember completely, but I think he said he wasn't completely sold on Soul Melbourne. Again. Until we meet us. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then when he came here, he loved it. He yeah. said, um, people are genuinely nice. People are kind. It is a beautiful city. He said when he first came, it was obviously very difficult um, because he didn't have his family. He didn't have his mm. community, but he did end up finding that. And he said he met Sasha, who was an incredible person. And he told Sasha about his dream about being on TV and radio. And mm. she ran around. She was connecting him with people.
people. She was helping him and he's here today with Sasha. Yeah. Um, so the incredible person she is. Um, Aslan and the Bridge Mills community and everything that they've done and Aisha as well. Um, and then he said, and Bass as well for being able to translate. And mm. he said some really nice things, but I'm not going to boast. <laughs> <laughs> no, welcome, Wael, because you know what? Um it's all about community here, right? Um, I've been advocating a lot for trans women, um, but you know what? This this is amazing that I can expand my advocacy with the LGBTQIA plus community. And thank you for Aslan for making me getting involved in in um, this project. Um, yeah, because this is very empowering for me personally. I Aslan, um, tell us more about the Kikwe Ifsa. I mean, like the dates, uh, where, uh, what to expect. Um, we're going to do it in a few languages too. Aisha going to be inviting people in Bahasa. Um, Wa'il will be inviting people in Arabic. Um, Basim, is going to be French? Well, I, I can say it in English. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Aslan, let's go with you. Our first iftar is going to be on Saturday the 25th. And uh, weekly... 25th when? 25th March. Okay. And then April 1st, April... Eight and our final big iftar is going to be on Sunday instead, uh, mm-hmm. April sixteenth. Okay, um, um, is that included with the woman iftar that uh, me and Aisha doing? No, uh, that that date is April second. April second. That is going to be on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, where can people get informations? Um, like so, if people want to attend. Uh, so you can check our Bridge Meals uh, Instagram. Information will be there, but you can also uh, email us at bridgemealsmelbourne at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And you can also get information from Transistors United. Um, I guess AGMC will be um, also uh, promoting this. Yes. Uh, Aisha, can you um, invite people in Bahasa Melayu, please? Datanglah beramai-ramai. Um, bawa rakan-rakan anda bersama-sama kami di Bridge Mill untuk menikmati makam makanan percuma. Azlan, can you repeat that dates again? 25 March 25 March April uh, uh, 1 April <laughs> 8 hari bulan 8 hari bulan April 1 hari bulan 8 hari bulan 16 hari bulan nah, 16 yang paling besar Ya yeah. yeah, uh, uh, Kita boleh invite um, Allies juga Yang apa ni uh, bukan, bukan Bukan LGBTQIA Bukan saja Bukan saja LGBT uh, bu- yeah, yeah Semua boleh datang So um Uh, 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 yang perempuan punya uh, date bila? Uh, hari, dua hari bulan Dua hari bulan Dan April, April. Yeah. Okay so dua hari bulan April uh, Kita akan iftarnya untuk perempuan sahaja Or uh, trans woman uh, Kepada semua wanita Wanita yang identify wanita Semua wanita dan bagi mereka yang uh, yang yang Rasa dirinya sebagai se- seorang wanita, wanita Datanglah And Wa'il, can you speak in Arabic To invite um your community <coughs> um To this Kuwait Iftar, please? Taban, bid'i al-azdiqa' Al-ahbab yalli bihubbuna Wahabini syarku ma'na Bi-iftarna Lahayi s-sina bi-Ramadan Bi-25 adar Bi-1 nisan Bi-8 nisan Bi-16 nisan هو حيكون أسبوعي وحتكون كتير جلسة حلوة وجلسة رمضانية رائعة وأفطار متميز يا ريت تكونوا معنا لأنه بوجودكن حتكبر فرحتنا Um, so this is just a reminder that this is an open community iftar event this is for any um, especially the f- first few uh, for 
Muslims, ex-Muslims, those with Muslim cultural backgrounds, uh, especially in the LGBTIQA plus community, to attend. There'll be free food. There'll be people with lived experience. It'll be a safe space for you to come in, to eat, to find some like-minded people and find some happiness, I guess, <laughs> um, because especially it is a really tricky time when we're abroad. Um, that's going to start from Saturday, the 25th of March, and will be happening weekly. So every Saturday, if you need any more information, you can check out Instagram at Bridge Meals, B-R-I-D-G-E-M-E-A-L-S, or you can email bridgemealsmelbourne at gmail.com. There's also Sasha's and Aisha's special women's only. Those are for those um, assigned female at birth or female identifying. Um, Even, I believe, um, the non-binary community Mm. who predominantly or identify more as female. Mm. Um, That will be happening on April the 2nd. And on April 16th is the large iftar. That's where... All our community can attend and we also invite our allies and our friends to share in our culture um, and happiness and Mm. find community there. And, um, you know, every Ramadan um, comes uh, or leads to eat, right? So are we doing eat as well? Inshallah. (laughs) (laughs) So, you you know, um, we did have a plan, right? So, um... Let's say if it goes through, so um, what's the plan for it? I mean, like, let's let's talk about the planning, like, what's people to expect at it? Um, maybe I can lead this yeah. one, and if I'm wrong, then everyone can yell at me. Okay. <laughs> so just uh, what I will say to the community is uh, we are trying our hardest to plan this, and unfortunately, when it comes to charities, it's about f- sourcing funding and sourcing a space. So we're going to be working our hardest to try to source this. But if we get it all aligned, we're going to be finding a space that can accommodate accommodate a lot of people because Eid is a large celebration. This will be uh, primarily for the LGBTQIA plus Muslim community, asylum seekers, refugees, mm. migrants, but also it will be open to allies and those mm. we want to share that with. We're hoping um, to provide free food for everyone and we're hoping to source some entertainment because this is a celebration. This is where we get together. We can create some new memories and talk about our memories and what we had in our experiences growing up and create new ones and find a community with mm. each other. Let's start with Wa'il. Do you have anything last to say? Uh yani in the end, I وكثير حابب اعيش تجربه رمضان هون بصراحه صعي هي صعبه بس انا واثق انه بوجودكم حدي ما في شيء صعب ويلي حده اصدقاء مثلكم اكيد ما راح يحس باي شيء صعب شكرا كثير لكم وشكرا لاستضافتي ومعنا ان شاء الله بنصنع المستحيل uh, thank you for, this is uh, Wael's word, thank you for having me here. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to this Ramadan, this Eid, even though it's uh, going to be very challenging by myself this year, I found a community. And um, with community, we can overcome um, challenges. And I hope each and every one of you, if you can attend, please do. If not, um, I hope you have your community to overcome the hardship Aww, of uh, Ramadan. nice. Aisha, you... Any last words? Um, I just want to say 
in like um uh, the in the spirit of Ramadan, I would like people, especially Muslim people, and and for for also for 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 the the the, the people who are not Muslim, to take the spirits of Ramadan to take it. Um, not only during the Ramadan and take it inside in outside of the Ramadan itself, um, reflect that Ramadan is a month of is not not it's not about celebrating it's not just about celebrating um, and unifications but it also about extending that understanding to other people and I want that I, I want that spirit to be taken out just. Not only Ramadan, but outside of Ramadan itself, um, Ramadan too. Mm, that's nice, Aisha. Thank you. And Basim? Uh, yeah, so what I would just like to reiterate is this for me is about community. Uh, this is a safe space for everyone to attend and we will welcome everyone. So if you are sourcing and seeking a community, please feel free to attend and tell your friends, you know, um, what... Sasha said earlier is absolutely true. We only met not long ago and we instantly clicked. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the power of the LGBTIQIA plus community because we understand and we seek that within people. So this safe space is there to accommodate your needs and we would love for you to attend. And for any people that aren't of Islamic faith, um, to translate what Ramadan and Eid is to people, it is similar to Christmas. Mm. And, you know, when you don't have your family and you don't have people around you, you know, rates of depression go up, you know, you are alone. Loneliness is just amplified, especially if you were in a foreign city and you didn't get to be your authentic self. It was, it can be really, really challenging and difficult. So for those members, I encourage you to, if you are hearing this, to tell your friends and those of Islamic faith about this queer iftar event where they can attend and for you yourself to attend and maybe bring a friend to our larger Eid gathering and our larger um, queer iftar event. Mm, thank you, Basin. That is really nice. Um, Aslan. I think Basim said everything that we wanted to say. Mm, yeah, so I know. It's quite perfect. So I look <laughs> so what we said. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also also want to acknowledge as well, you know, we are coming from a privileged, um, you know, space. And we also would like, you know, it's Ramadan. So we also would like to acknowledge people with underprivileged as well. So if, um, if you're not Muslim um, and you think that you want to come to our space, we welcome you. We open this space to anyone. And uh, that's absolutely true. And I will say, um, even with this, the queer iftar event, mm. if you're not Muslim and you identify as a queer immigrant, asylum yes. seeker or migrant, get in contact with Bridge Mills because we're doing this because it is a holy time for yeah. a large group of community. But we also have other things that we celebrate and other community activities that are completely free, that we bring people together. Um, and there is some 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 funding for transportation and stuff to get the mm. those that are facing those real challenges because it is about bringing people together thank you basim for that um yeah i guess we we just want you to come <laughs> and eat our food and network with us, get to know us. And I just want to say thank you so much for this team. Uh, like I said um, earlier, and Basim also mentioned that, that we only connected within days. I'd like to thank Aslan, of course, who actually brought us together um, and also creating this space for uh, our community. <laughs>
Well, thank you, uh, everyone. And I'm looking forward to uh, this iftar. And thank to you. those who are fasting, selamat berpuasa. And I will, love, uh, I will leave you with Takbi Lebaran by Kelana Purba. Yeah.